new concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Hey guys, good morning and welcome back to the Success 101 podcast live episode number 14. I want to check in with you guys and just see about what is happening out there with your week. Today, we're going to be talking about the magic and the power of thinking big. You guys may have read David Schwartz's book, The Magic of Thinking Big out there. And as I start over here, I want to make sure that you guys catch this on the Facebook Live. This is the Human Charger. Your episode today is brought by the Human Charger Brought your way by the Human Charger, and I've paired up with these guys over at Valkey to give you guys a 20% discount. What in the world is a Human Charger? This is something I picked up a while back. I've talked to you guys about it before, and it's an awesome, awesome little device. What it does, as you can see this super bright light here, it's a blue light-infused, super bright white light that shoots light into your ear canals and hits the photoreceptors receptor proteins on your brain. What is that? That's how your brain perceives light. So when you look in the direction of the sun and it wakes you up and helps regulate your circadian rhythms, those sort of things, you can do the same thing here with the human charger without having to look at super bright white light. Some people use this in the morning like I do. Some people use it for a pick-me-up after lunch. Some people use it for jet lag. Heck, I've heard some people even use it as a pre-workout in the evenings before they, if you're an evening workout type of person. Okay, so you can use this for a lot of different things, but the benefit is either you can drink one of these and get crazy jitters and harmful caffeine effects. As you see, I've already drank half of this Venti Americano four-shot espresso, or you can do the same thing with the human charger here. So, Head over to success101podcast.com forward slash human charger. That's going to take you to the website where you can order this and then enter the promo code success101. And all this is, guys, is it's a 12 minute session where you throw this in your ears. I'm going to be talking a lot about this in upcoming episodes, but head over to success101podcast.com forward slash human charger and then enter promo code success101. They're going to give you a 20% discount. So hope you guys are doing well out there. We're going to be talking about thinking big this morning, and that's a big, big topic for us to talk through when it comes to building success over time. And I think we all think too small out there, self-consciously. We don't intend to do it. We have the best of intentions, but we hold ourselves back. Why? Because we're afraid to fail in most cases. And let me ask you guys a question. If your kids... For those of you out there who have kids or, no, or know people with kids, if, if a child came to you and started telling you about goals or ideas, what do you think you would tell them? Do you think you would say, hey, you know, let's pipe down a little on the goals. Let's ratchet that down a little. Let's think a little bit smaller. No, you would tell them to dream big. You would tell them they can do whatever they want to do whenever they grow up. So why do we, within our own selves as adults, why do we think so small? Why do we tell ourselves that? Is it because... Reality has sunk in and we failed many times at things and it's just, you know, now that's just old hat for us. It's like, hey, I'm going to fail at things, so I'm not going to dream big. We have to believe big. If you guys have ever read the 10X Rule, one of my favorite books out there, for those of you who have read that, think about this. In the 10X Rule, there are two sides to that rule. On one side, you've got 10X action. Take whatever goal, whatever idea you have and 
multiply the amount of time and energy and effort you think it's going to take to get there by 10. And on the other side of that thought, it's 10x thinking. So you've got 10x action and 10x thinking. And 10x thinking is actually where you envision what steps it's going to take for you to get there. You see it through to fruition. You see yourself accomplishing that over and over again in your mind until you go and accomplish that goal. See, we as humans out there tend to think small, as I mentioned, which means we set very mediocre goals. What if I fail at something? What if I don't accomplish something? Guys, guess what? You will. If you're not failing at things, you're not trying hard enough. You don't have a goal out there that is big enough. And so what if you fail, right? That's how you get on the pathway to success. How much better does it feel after failing at a huge goal than failing at a mediocre goal, which most of us are doing out there from time to time because we're just not pursuing the things that are really going to move the needle for us. But that's what big thinkers out there do. That's what John Maxwell would tell you that success is made of. And success is achievable as long as you have a clear and a definite plan as to how you're going to get there. You follow that plan that's in front of you, you're motivated, you're driven to see that plan carried out, and you're focused on it, but you also believe that there is no shortage of success. There's only a shortage, huge shortage, of big thinking out there. In the 10X rule, there's four degrees of action. We've got no action. That's where you have no plan, no perceived goals, no path, no action plan that you're going on or anything to work toward. You're taking zero action toward anything big or small. Then we've got reverse action. That's what happens to most of us when we fail time and time again. And rather than looking at that failure as feedback and learning from it, we go in the other direction. We think small. We retreat. We collapse. We surrender. We become closed-minded. We become pessimistic. We're stuck. And then it's very hard for us to set new big and audacious goals in the future. You have average action. That's number three. That's where most people are today. And in average action, the majority of people out there really think they are working towards something. Many times they've convinced themselves that they're working towards something, but they're doing it in a completely inefficient way. You may be able to relate. I know I can. Earlier times in life when I really thought I was working hard towards something, I was thinking small, I was failing at mediocre goals because they didn't mean anything. And that is average action, as the 10X rule calls it. Then you have massive action. This is where most people who have goals that are working toward them in an average way, this is really in their mind what they think they're doing, but they haven't 10 x okay? This is where you're obsessed and you're passionate. You're seeing something through to the end. You will stop at nothing to attain it. It consumes you in a healthy way. We can be consumed in the wrong way, but it consumes you in a healthy way because you guys know how important that one thing is to make sure it happens. This eliminates your small thinking, your procrastination, your laziness, all of the things that we talk about when you guys write into me and you give me great comments on the feedback. Much of it is around outerlying things such as not fulfilling your passions, not accomplishing your goals, not doing the things that you want to do. But really the underlying tone there for a lot of us guys is that we're thinking too small and we're not taking massive action. We feel like we are. We've tricked ourselves. We kid ourselves into thinking that we are, but we are not in a healthy, consumed pursuit in a massive way of the things that we are putting out. So I want to go over a few keys to thinking bigger that I've compiled this week as I've just gotten really excited about thinking bigger this year and using that as a mantra going forward. So here are the keys to thinking bigger 
And I'd love to collaborate with you as well if you want to write in on some of these things. But number one, as simple as it sounds, we've got to have focus. Our focus must be bigger than where we are right now. If you are not succeeding at something right now, it's because you really haven't laid out the blueprint for that success to happen. It's not big enough. It's not something driving you to thrive. And that's what we want to do, right? We all want to thrive. The other thing, as I've already mentioned once, is you've got to have a laid out and clearly defined plan, but you've got to make sure that you're following it closely. So many people tell me they have a plan, people that I'm coaching, clients that I work with, they tell me they have a plan, and then they stray away from that plan consistently over time. Number three is you've got to get a coach. Five to 10% of your gross income, that's gross income, guys, that's all in. Five to 10% of your gross income should be spent on a mentor or a coach that's going to help you see things differently and think bigger. And you've got to set a date, number four, that is public. I was talking to uh, someone I was coaching yesterday about setting a date, and you could just tell in their eyes what a fearful thing that was. We've got to set a date out there as, as to when we're going to accomplish these things that we're taking massive action on so that other people can hold us accountable to when we're going to finish this goal or this project. And honestly, out of these four things, I think that might be the hardest one because Many times we don't know exactly what time frame to put on the things that we're doing. We don't know when this goal is going to be accomplished. But I think that's the beauty of it, guys. I mean, think about it. Setting a date is going to help you take massive action on the things, even if you don't know exactly when that date should be. It just makes sense to me. Think about it. If you don't set a date simply because you claim that you don't know when that date should be or you're a little bit fearful of setting a date out there, what's going to spark your drive and progress? There's not going to be anything out there that sparks that and makes you run faster. If you set a date and you end up having to extend that date, then the people that are holding you accountable, they're not going to let you just keep extending it over and over, hopefully, or you need to get new accountability partners. They're going to force you to accomplish this within some given time frame, and you're going to accomplish it a lot faster than if you just didn't have a date in mind. You've got to set a date, guys, and you've got to go public. So think about this. The keys to bigger thinking. Number one is going to be to focus. We've got to lay out a clearly defined plan. We've got to get a coach. Five to 10% of your gross income. Don't do it on the net. Don't play small. Go all in and then get a coach that's going to help you see things differently and help you think bigger, think outside the box. And then we've got to set a date and we've got to go public with this. So you guys have heard me talk before about the magic of thinking big by David Schwartz out there. This book was written years ago, but the I mean, it's just like the knowledge in it is classic. It's just like the books we've been talking about lately here on the podcast, Think and Grow Rich, Diamonds of Acres. All of those things are timeless, classic books, but there is nothing new under the sun. Everything is the same, okay? So what David Schwartz says is he says, if you think big, you're going to live big. You'll live big in happiness. You'll live big in fulfillment. You'll live big in accomplishment. And that's what we want, right? Why would we go out there and just beat our heads against the wall every day if those are not the things that we are striving for? Start right now, guys, discovering how to think bigger. And this is not woo. This is not hocus pocus. This is not Pollyanna pie in the sky. This is real. He says life is too short to be little. And I totally agree. More people are going to get out to the end of their lives and realize that they regret the things that they never did than the things that they actually did and failed at. Because failure is feedback, right? It's all how you frame it in your mindset. So think about that idea as you guys move forward and think about what's keeping you from thinking bigger. He uses a phrase in there that I love called excuse-itis. Excuse-itis. He says, if you go deep into the study of people out there and you really look at what people are doing who are unsuccessful, 
they have a mind-deadening thought disease. He goes as far as to call it a disease. And that disease is called excuse-itis. Every failure has this disease in its advanced form if we don't use failure as feedback. If we use failure as the end result, if we close the book, we become negative, we think smaller, it's all because of what he calls excuse-itis. And most average people out there, guys, most average people that are accomplishing some things, some of them have the worst forms of excuse-itis. So I'd ask you, what is your excuse? What is it that's keeping you from that big thing today or even from just thinking bigger? Too old, not old enough? I get that a lot in my business with the young advisors I'm coaching. Oh, I'm not old enough to sit across the table from someone and have any authority whatsoever. Or I'm too old to start this career. I don't have enough money saved up in reserves. I don't have enough time. I'm not smart enough. Go on and on. You fill in the blank, right? For you, it might be something completely different. But to rid ourselves of this excuse-itis, which is the most dangerous thinking, he calls it, we've got to make sure that we get this excuse-itis completely knocked out here in 2017. So I want to fight with you on that. I want to work with you on fighting that disease called excuse-itis. Think about it right now. What is something you've been driving toward for quite a while that you just don't have accomplished yet? And is it because you're making too many excuses for that? He also talks about stickability. I love his vocabulary in this book because he comes up with so many new words, but stickability is exactly what it sounds like. It's the ability to stick to something until it's done. He says 95% of stickability is about ability, which is just the action of sticking with something, not giving up, sticking with it to the end, seeing things through to their completion, not becoming negative, self-sabotage, not being small thinking, but thinking big, taking massive action. We've got to learn to get the excuses out of the way. We've got to learn to stick to things more, as also Cal Newport said in the podcast I put out yesterday with his book, Deep Work, not necessarily pursuing passions, but finding something that energizes you. And as you grow on that trade or that craft or that idea, you become more passionate about it, but it's all about sticking to it. Think about this idea, guys, that David Schwartz talks about, which is action cures fear. You've heard us talk many times on this podcast, if you've listened in before, about just taking action. Ready, fire, aim. We've just got to take action. We're more qualified than we believe we are many times. We are more ready to pull the trigger and then aim later once we get going, rather than aiming and aiming and aiming and then never pulling the trigger because we don't think we're ready yet. What kills fear? There's nothing else you take away from this podcast here today. Just know what kills fear. It's action. And all the greats talk about this. John Maxwell, Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn. But it's this idea that action will cure your fear by just moving forward. Indecision, though, postponement, any of that is going to be almost like a fertilizer for your fears and your doubts and your negativity and what? You're thinking small. Action cures fear, guys. So we've got to learn how to tap into that. Action cures fear. What are you afraid of? All of you have something out there. All of us have something we're afraid of out there. And if you're avoiding taking action on that, we're going to have to put in a little bit of effort. It may be a little painful at first, but that inaction, that procrastination is fertilizing your fear. And ironically, it's doing what you don't want it to do. It's bringing that fear much closer to you day to day to where your ideas of thinking big are going to go straight out the window and you're going to accomplish either on a very average level this year, a very mediocre level or you're going to retreat, you're going to take uh, reverse action, and you're going to become smaller. 
And in the future, it's going to be a lot harder for you to plan out and map out goals. So remember, guys, hesitation only enlarges or magnifies all of that fear that you're dealing with. Take action. Now, we have to take action now on these things. We have to be decisive on the things that we want to accomplish. We have to focus on it. We have to have a clearly laid out plan. We have to hire mentors and coaches. And we have to make sure that we are getting the excuses out of our mind as we stick to things. And our hesitation only is going to enlarge all of those fears. Watch everything take off. Everything take off in your life whenever you avoid the fear by taking action. As I get ready to wrap up here today, and uh, I'm going to talk about this on a couple of other episodes as well, because we just can't leave this big thinking idea. But as I get ready to wrap up here, just think about what he considers memory bank deposits. Whether you realize this is happening each day or not, guys, there are deposits that are going in and out. Deposits going in your brain and withdrawals that are coming out. Deposit only the strength building, the big thinking, the positive thoughts in your memory bank, he tells us. If we look at society, I mean, I look out my window right here and there are just thousands of cars driving by, thousands of people you're going to encounter in your life and throughout this year. Most of our thoughts, most of the people we come in contact with, unfortunately, they're spewing out unpleasant things. They're thinking about negative things. They're thinking about discouraging situations rather than thinking about the wins that they want to go out and accomplish. But think about it. We all know the successful people out there as well. Successful people deal with things in such different ways. Unsuccessful people take those unpleasant situations and they plant them deep in their minds. They plant them deep in that memory bank. And they've got this residue, this negative residue that stays in their mind. Successful people, on the other hand, are there depositing very winning thoughts, very situational thoughts of how they're going to go out and conquer and win. That's going to give them such a head start on their goals, the things on the horizon they haven't even seen before because of the past, because of what successful winning residue has stuck on their brain. That's what they're going to dwell on in the future. If you're thinking about a very unsuccessful or negative person, they're going to lay in bed at night thinking about all of the things they've deposited into their memory bank, the things that have stuck there, the negative residue. Confident, successful people, on the other hand, they don't give it another thought. Because why? They don't deposit that into their memory bank. You're going to speak out of your mouth. You're going to uh, feel from your heart emotionally whatever you deposit into your brain. You are exactly where you are today because of what you have put into your brain, as Zig Ziglar would tell you. Successful people specialize in putting positive thoughts into that memory bank. So just use that analogy as you're thinking about negative things or you're thinking small or you're thinking about things that you're not going to accomplish. What is it that you are dumping into your memory bank? What kind of deposits are going into that memory bank? And just remember that when we think about negative thoughts in our brains every day, guess what? We are sabotaging success going forward. What's the alternative? It's to take every opportunity to make good deposits. Think about the things you've done in the past that have brought success, not dwelling on the things that have brought negativity in your life. Think about all of those things that you're grateful for. Dwell on that. Dwell on those things. We need to overload our brains with really good thoughts. And I'm not saying just make up stuff, right? There are plenty of things in your life that have happened, plenty of things going on around us each day, even though the world is tough, that we can look at the positive things that are happening and we can use that as our fuel going forward. It's going to help us to think confidently. And you all know that when you think confidently, you're going to act confidently. You're going to act the way you want to feel, even if you're not there yet. What do you want? Start acting today as if you already embody 
that quality. Deposit those good memories into the memory bank. If you want to be confident in the future, if you want to accomplish much in the future, it's not going to get there by you waiting for something to happen and then starting to act that way. You have to start acting that way today. You've got to build your confidence now. You've got to destroy your fear. You've got to get the uh, negativity out of the way and you've got to act confidently as you experiment with successes and failures. You're in the lab constantly. You've got the coat on, you've got the goggles on. This whole life is an experiment of what works, what doesn't work. Testing, testing, testing. You guys out there know that I love to test things. I want you guys to be experimental people. Break up your routines, break them apart. Expose yourself to new things that you've never done before. See if it works. If it doesn't, ditch it. Remember, failure is not the end result. And it shouldn't be shaped in our minds that way. Failure is feedback. And I want you guys to take a different look at that. So as we wrap up the podcast here, guys, I hope that uh, you tune in for the next few episodes as I talk through thinking bigger. I'm going to be pulling some sources from John Maxwell. I'm going to be pulling, be pulling a, a few other things out there that I'm working on right now. But I'm really excited and I've really enjoyed talking to a lot of you guys out there about thinking bigger, acting bigger, focusing, sticking to a plan, getting the excuses out of the way, and just seeing massive quantum leap results in people's lives once they decide to do that. And many times that comes because they're sick and tired of being sick and tired. Negativity will actually make you sick. It will actually ruin you. It ruins you daily. It just takes 80 years for it to come to fruition. And then you die and it's like, oh, yeah, we see now. I mean, it was killing this person every single day. It just took them to age 80 before they died. I want you guys to be super successful out there. I want you to be super significant in your endeavors in life. But I can promise you this. It's not going to happen by depositing negative thoughts in that brain bank. And it's also not going to happen by you not having a plan and sticking to it. So go out there, accomplish much, start acting the part today of who you want to be, get the excuses out of the way, stick with things to fruition, test everything and get rid of things that don't work. And I look forward to hearing about your success. If you guys want to connect with me, as always, shoot my team an email. It's info at success101podcast.com is the best way to do that. You could also catch me on Instagram and the Success 101 Podcast Facebook page under the name at Success 101 Podcast. And I continue to write in. You guys are great about sending in tons of comments each week. We try to filter through all of those so that nothing gets lost, my team and I. But I love reading through what you're doing to apply all of this in your life. And by the way, go pick up the human charger here. Get awake faster in the morning without just pounding caffeine. You're going to feel better. You're going to act better. You're going to look better because you're getting a lot more sleep. And if you go to success101podcast.com forward slash human charger and then enter the promo code success101, all lowercase, you're going to get 20% off this bad boy and you're going to see the difference. Thanks so much, guys.